part bothers you at night, bothers you about your sin, makes you feel awful for what you do. Hey, the Bible says that He which has sent me, draw Him. Have you ever felt the drawing power of the Holy Ghost? Maybe you're in here and you've never been saved. And the Holy Ghost keeps pulling at your heart and drawing you and trying to reach you and wants you to be saved. And you keep saying no. Can I tell you, you do not want God to ever stop pulling and tugging and dealing and working in your life. You don't want that. Hello and welcome to the Victory Bible Podcast. Thank you for deciding to listen today and be a part of our listening family. We pray that everything is a great blessing to you. I don't know if it was his last opportunity. But that young man, I didn't pray with him to get saved. I, I'd love to have, but if that man can't tell me he's got Holy Ghost conviction, that he can't get born again until Holy Ghost convicts him. Because that Bible tells you, said, Brother John, God don't ever give up. What Romans 1 say? God gave them up. God gave them up. God gave them over. You say, God don't love sinners. Oh, yeah, He did. That's why He kept convicting people. But when they decide they won't sin, they want their sin. They love their sin. They love to live in their sin. And they're not leaving their sin. And they don't want God as much as they want their sin. Then God will let you have what you wanted. But you wish you had what you used to have. See, God won't make you do right. and God won't make you get saved. But He'll make you wish you would. God won't force you to do anything. You've got a free will just like anybody else in this room does. But God will not force you to do anything. But He'll make you wish you would have. I'm going to tell you. So what would you do, Brother John, if you was lost in this building? I wouldn't, I wouldn't even wait until I got done preaching. If I felt anything. I mean, if I felt anything at all, I'd go to an altar and get saved. Amen. I mean, if I felt anything, if I'd been feeling that conviction begin to wane away, just kind of grow less and less, and I tell you what I'd do, I wouldn't wait no longer. If I felt any conviction whatsoever, I'd run to an altar. I'd get right. I'd get saved. And I wouldn't let nothing hold me back. I wouldn't let nothing stop me. There wouldn't be enough people in this church to keep me from getting down there and getting what I needed. Well, I'll tell you, because man, it may come a day you don't have a bit of it. Right. I'll tell you, I don't know who I'm, pre- I'm preaching exactly what God told me to preach this morning. Amen. And it bothers me. Amen. It really bothers. You say, Brother John, you're preaching this because you're mad and you don't like it. No, I'm not. You don't know how bad I've been up all night. You say, you're preaching because you don't like people. No. I've been up, I've been up a lot of majority of night this week thinking about you. Not about you individually, but just our people. I'm scared to death when I preach something like this. It bothers me when I preach on something like that. But you got what you wanted, but you lost what you had. Listen to Ephesians 4.19. I, I'll be done here in just a minute. So you got an outline? No, I really don't. So you studied this week? Absolutely, I did. <laughs> I did all week long staying on this one thought. Seared conscience. So I heard a man heard about a man asking an Indian man, he's a pastor of an Indian church, and somebody asked him, said, Give me a good, just down to earth illustration of a seared conscience. What we're talking about this morning, about God leaving you alone and letting you have what you want. He said, he said, My best definition of a seared conscience, he says, if you put an arrow in, in put an edge of an arrow in a man's stomach. 
and cut him. He said, that initial cut's going to hurt. He said, you begin to turn that arrow, it's going to hurt. He said, but the more flesh that arrow cuts off, he said, it's going to finally get to where it wallows out a hole in that man's stomach. To where it don't really cut no more and hurt no more. It's going to heal up. And he said, he said it really ain't even going to be touching nothing no more and even bothering the man anymore. Well, that's what convicts, that's what, that's what a seared conscience is. That's what's coming to a reprobate mind is. It's coming to a place where it doesn't bother you to do what you used to do. It doesn't bother you to live like you used to live. It doesn't bother you to be lost no more. It does not bother you to do what you do. And listen, it bothers me this morning. Listen, I got born again by the good grace of God. It bothers me to do wrong. Listen to Ephesians 4, 19. Let's look at verse 17 first. He said, verse 17, Ephesians 4, he said this, I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling, listen to that, who being past feeling, have given themselves over unto lasciviousness. That's talking about the all kinds of lustful sins to work all uncleanness with greediness. And he said, but you have not so learned Christ. Can I tell you, boys, a group of people that have been saved, but they keep, they, they keep wanting to do what they want to do. And can I tell you, even as a saved person, God will leave you alone if you yeah. want to. Amen. You say, I've been born again. That's great. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's good to go to heaven. I'll tell you, you keep on saying, God, I don't want you to deal with me about my sin. When I mess up, leave me alone. He will. But you'll wish to God He hadn't left you alone. You'll wish to God He hadn't left you alone. I can tell you this from dealing with people. Brother Randy Randy knows this because he he, can deal with the same person I've been dealing with. We went to go help a man the other day. Brother Kirk, he's lost his wife. He lost his children. And I watched him, brother, brother told me, I watched the man want so bad. I mean, wants victory so bad. But I watched him. This is true. Honest for God, this is what he did. He had a lid. Pepsi lid sitting on top of that, on top, on top of the, on top of the nightstand. And I watched him pick that up, brother Tony, and run his tongue all the way through the edge of that, that Pepsi can. I said, that's where he had heroin, wasn't it? He said, uh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what it was? He's just honest. He's just honest about it. Mm-hmm. But he ruined his whole life. Because mm-hmm. he's making decisions going to ruin his whole life. Right. Mm-hmm. But right now, he's still feeling conviction. And I'm praying, I'm yeah. praying, this is this morning. I love him. I love him and care about him. Yeah. I promise you. Yeah. I and I give, everything, I give all I can to help him. Yeah. And what? And, 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 and honestly, to a point, but Tony, I, I told him, I said, "What a failure of a preacher that Victor Bible Baptist Church has got." I mean, I, I took him, put him in my car with me, tried to take him to programs, tried to help him, prayed with him, and, and he run back in the same mess. And look here, that bothered me. Yeah, it bothered me. See, one thing that encourages me is him. Yeah. I love yeah. the Lord saves your life. Amen. If you ever go back, I'm going to headlock you. <laughs> In Jesus' name, though. Thank you. I love you. Man, I, I, I told my heart, I told him, listen, what a failure as a preacher. 
Now I got to think about this. That, no, no, I, I ain't a failure. All I can do, Brother John talked this morning. All I can do is try to help people. Sometimes I want to do something about it. Man, I'm trying, I'm trying. I, I, I don't want to hurt people. I don't hate people. I love people. Amen. Now, if I preach against sin makes you mad, I, I'm not going to apologize for that. You say, preacher, I don't like that message this morning. You have to take that up with the Lord. It's in the Bible. He said, preacher, I don't like the Bible. I don't like what you've got to say. If I said this in this book, it doesn't matter if you like it, lump it, or jump it, friend. It's the Bible. Amen. You like it or not like it. Amen. Amen. God help us. God help us. And you ain't never going to have a greater friend than the biblical Bible preacher. Amen. Paul told him this. said, what if I become your enemy? I told you the truth. Truth Thank you again for listening to the Victory Bible Podcast. Look forward to you listening again with us next time. If you're not saved, our prayer is you put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ at the end of this podcast. You pray and ask Him to be your Savior. Our, our prayer is if you're saved and discouraged, you be encouraged. And if you are saved and Man, you're trying to do your very best. We pray that you just keep on keeping on doing what God has called you to do. We love you. May God bless you. Have a great day.